guys. My name is Diana Perez. And my name is Daulat Alexander. And we are your hosts for the Lucky Mars podcast. And today we're going to do a different episode um, from what we've done before. We're going to read to you guys. (laughs) Yeah, story time. (laughs) No, but I mean, we're not actually going to read like like a whole book or anything, but we're going to read things that have really impacted us in our lives. So um, we're getting more unfiltered and more personal in this episode again. We're going to read some pages from one of our favorite books. Yeah, so I guess I'll go ahead and start. Um, so I'm going to read a page from The Alchemist and you guys like, I don't know if it's just me and I also kind of feel cliche every time I say this but naturally like I go against the grain and I've heard so many great things about the alchemist everybody's like you must read the alchemist and that just to me seems like a book that everybody has read or will read during their lifetime um and I caved in and I don't regret it I actually regret not reading it sooner so Um, The page that I'm going to read is 155, and this is the part, well, should we go into, like, what happens in the book, or is that a spoiler for, like, people who haven't read it? Um, I think it might be a spoiler. Like you said, I think The Alchemist is a book that everybody should read. I read it for a class and I actually don't like doing readings for classes so at first I was like no like I'm not gonna read this I'm just gonna do like spark notes but my friends were like bro like you need to read this and I read it and I was like wow so if we don't spoil it people are gonna be more inclined to read it which is what everybody should do please read it now right on I can dig that okay so this is the part where the boy is talking to the son and he says This is why alchemy exists, the boy said, so that everyone will search for his treasure, find it, and then want to be better than he was in his former life. Lead will play its role until the world has no further need for lead, and then lead will have to turn itself into gold. That's what alchemists do. They show that when we strive to become better than we are, everything around us becomes better too. Well, why did you say that I don't know about love? The son asked the boy. Because it's not love to be static like the desert, nor is it love to roam the world like the wind. And it's not love to see everything from a distance like you do. Love is the force that transforms and improves the soul of the world. When I first reached through to it, I thought the soul of the world was perfect. But later I could see that it was like all other aspects of creation and had its own passions and wars. It is we who nourish the soul of the world and the world we live in will be either better or worse, depending on whether we become better or worse. And that's where the power of love comes in, because when we love, we always strive to become better than we are. And I don't know, like, to me, that is probably the most important thing to read right now during these crazy times is like, when we focus on bettering ourselves, we better the world. Like, that's what the world needs right now. I know everybody's like, you know, calling other people out and things like that. And that's, it's necessary. Like, we need to know what people are feeling and experiencing. But 
I think these, a lot of the problems that we're seeing right now are like beyond us. Like I want solutions so bad. Um, but honestly, it's like, I, and I'm not the end all be all, obviously, you know, there are like highly qualified people that can come up with solutions, but I really feel like there's no solution in sight, but yet I still have like this hope, like for a better world and a better future. And like, I, I know it's possible. And I think the only way that that can happen is like, if we start calling each other like inwards and not outwards, like we all need to work on ourselves and that lead by example and, and you know, have strong boundaries and not accept certain behaviors and just leave it at that. Like, and I think if everybody follows suit, then we'll definitely see better days. I don't know. What do you think? No, yeah, I totally agree. And I mean, like everyone has been saying, like no one is used to being in a pandemic. So like we need to cut ourselves some slack and being able to read words like that is just like a breather, you know? Mm-hmm. So what has kept me sane <laughs> this past few months is like I I didn't even realize it's already been like six months since like everything started with COVID. That's and, true. <laughs> yeah, like I was like, what? Like six months already, half a year. It's crazy. But what has kept me sane so far has been like reading um not only books but also like sometimes like articles poems and stuff like that it's it's just a breather yeah and you know like some people get really stuck on like reading like self-help books and things like that I think it's like what I love so much about the alchemist and why I regret like not reading it sooner is that it it's it teaches you like a lot of like powerful life lessons but it's fiction at the same time or it's like an escape and um a lot of fiction books actually a lot yeah a lot of them provide that knowledge like through such imagery like it's it's amazing and I think yeah more people should escape through reading fiction like it's it's nice to read self-help like of course like there's obviously a benefit to it but escape a little like give your mind like a true break you know because still self-help is more like you're you're learning and working and you know your mind is working to unlearn everything so mm-hmm. you need like a, a real full-on breather yeah and self-books are great. I love them. I've read them. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> yeah, but they're very specific and like straightforward. Like, okay, this is what's going on. This is what you need to do like to make it better or whatever. And like you said, like fiction books feel more like a breather. It's like, I don't know, like as if you were, it almost feels like you're living that like what's happening in the book and these experiences that you're seeing because like it doesn't tell you word for word like okay through this experience this is what the boy learned no Mm -hmm. like you see what the boy's learning and like what he's experiencing and like how he's changing so it's like if it was happening to you because you're realizing those things dude and like 
some books can suck you in like where you like I've cried like three times from this one book and like that book set the the book is called Pachinko and it's by Min Jin Lee and um I that book set the bar like I've been searching till this day I read that book like two or three years ago till this day I've been searching for another book that like evokes the same kind of emotions like sucks me in like it did it's been really hard to find so if y'all have any recommendations like feel free to dm us like tell us what books like made you feel that way because i'm searching <laughs> yeah i mean there there's been very few books that make me feel that way because there's nonfiction books that like they do immerse you into the story but there isn't really like a main like theme or like something there isn't like that much gold you get out of it. Like it's more of like entertainment. Mm-hmm. And there are other books like The Alchemist where like everything you're reading is entertaining and like you're mining a lot of gold. Yeah. But yeah, I really like that. Cool. <laughs> Thanks. I, I actually read it when I was like in middle school. So like you reading that is making me want to read it again. And that's another thing like you can reread books, you know, people, I, I have a thing with like, I don't like to rewatch shows and things like that, but you rereading books is like a refresher and like, mm-hmm. it's interesting to see if it like hits you the same way as it did the first time. But the book you're going to read from is a book that I love so much and I live by. So I'm really excited to hear what you have to say. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you're talking about the four agreements. Are you talking about the four agreements? Are you going to read? Yeah, I'm talking about the four agreements. Okay. So guys, I chose two books that they're by the same author, but I'm actually not going to read the four agreements. I'm going to read The Mastery of Love because I think um, the four agreements is also a book that a lot of people have read. Mm-hmm. Um, but The Mastery of Love, it's by Don Miguel Ruiz. Is also by him, but it's not as famous as that one, but it still has a lot of insightful information and like a lot of gold. So that's why I ended up choosing this one. Yeah. But, okay, so I'm gonna read now. <laughs> um, this is on page, does not, oh yeah, page 18. It's like at the beginning, it, 18 and 19. The happiest moments in our lives are when we are playing just like children, when we are singing and dancing, when we are exploring and creating just for fun. It is wonderful when we behave like a child because this is the normal human mind, the normal human tendency. As children, we are innocent and it is natural for us to express love. But what has happened to us? What has happened to the whole world? What has happened is that when we are children, the adults already have that mental disease and they are highly contagious. How do they pass this disease to us? They hook our attention and they teach us to be like them. That is how we pass our disease to our children. And that is how our parents, our teachers, our older siblings, the whole society of sick people infected us with that disease. They hooked our attention and put information into our mind through repetition. This is the way that we learn. This is the way we program a human mind. The, pro- the problem here is the program, the information we have stored in our mind. By hooking the attention, we teach children a language, how to read, how to behave, how to dream. 
We domesticate humans the same way we domesticate a dog or any other animal, with punishment and reward. This is perfectly normal. What we call education is nothing but domestication of the human being. We are afraid to be punished, but later we are also afraid of not getting the reward, of not being, en of not being good enough for mom or, or dad, sibling or teacher. The need to be accepted is born. Before that, we don't care whether we are accepted or not. People's opinions are not important. They are not important because we just want to play and we live in the present. And that is it. <laughs> so um, this has been like one of my favorite, um, I don't know if you call them excerpts from like a book. Yeah, right? Yeah. Okay. Honestly, I'm not that confident in that answer. So I just said yes. <laughs> well, this is my favorite part of a book, I guess. Um, just because it, like, I remember last time we were playing, like, we're not really strangers. And like I said, like that feeling when like you realize that you're not a child anymore and like you, like things are not as good as you really thought they were, you know? Yeah. Um, so that reminds me of that, but it also reminds me of how how much we care for other people's approval like one way or another like we're always gonna seek their approval even and sometimes we need to seek their approval like to get a job like we must behave a certain way so we can get the job like it's ine inevitable like it's just the way things are but there are some things in life where you don't have to seek people's approval which is like the way you dress, the way you express yourself, like what you like doing, um, your hobbies or whatever. Um, so this just really helps me come back to self and remember like who I am. Uh, and despite like what people might tell me, like even like family members or friends, this helps me like stay in touch with myself and do what I truly wanna do, not what other people expect me to do. Yeah, I mean, like, what you read, like, that is, like, a main feature in my life, and I'm sure many others, because clearly it's, like, a generational thing that's passed on, and now it's become, like, a society thing, and it's, like, it's a pandemic in itself, man, and um, it, I'm very passionate about it, because it's easier said than done, like, having that awareness of, like, the cycles and the expectations and how it's limited ourselves and like the need for approval that was born into us like you know that the fact that we were so pure and present and freely like expressed ourselves like how would that feel like how would that feel to just do exactly what you wanted to do and it's so sad that we don't know what that feels like. Even if you say you do, you don't. Because, I mean, I've met some people that, like, I was like, you care what other people think? So no matter, like, what status you are or, like, what success you have achieved for yourself, like, it affects everybody. And to me, that just makes me sad because I know how it affects me. And it's like... The only way I can explain it is like, there's so much that like, I genuinely want to do. Like, it makes me really excited just thinking about it. And then I'm like, 
oh, that's going to make me have to do this or make me do that to where like it exposes my true self to everybody. And I'm like, oh, that's, that's scary as fuck. Like, I don't think I'm going to do that actually, but I've made it like a commitment to myself. Like I want to know who I would be, what that feels like, what that looks like to be my uninhibited self. So I'm committed to finding out who that person is. I'm committed to doing whatever it takes to be that person. Um, I hope other people are committed to doing that as well, because, you know, tying it back to even the alchemist, like once we work on ourselves, we better ourselves, we better the world. And that's what we need. We, we all need to be like, F what society expects of you, like do exactly what you want, as long as you're not hurting anybody. <laughs> what you said about like how you realize like, oh, I'm like, I'm exposing who I really am to like everyone. And yeah, like I, I go through that as well, but I think everybody goes through that. And like, it's amazing how like humans work. Like nobody is, well, I don't think anybody's truly happy or like 100% happy with who they're trying to depict they are. And like it, life could just be so easier if we just express how we really were. Cause like everybody's like worried about that so much. So like, why can't we just all agree to like be ourselves? Like that's just amazing. Like how, what, what you're thinking is what everybody else is thinking. Like, oh my God, like I can't do this because if I do this and people are gonna see that and like, they're gonna know that I'm like that everybody goes through that thought process and they still <laughs> they still like keep doing what people expect them to do even though like everybody's in the same place dude and there's like levels to this shit we've said that before but there really is levels to this shit because it's like even if even if you decide to be like your true self you're like okay fuck it i'm, I'm just gonna do it i'm gonna drop the mask and i'm gonna be myself and then as you're doing exactly what you want to be doing, you realize it's not really what you want to be doing because still society has some kind of impact on you. Like it really is like deeply ingrained in us. And like, it's like kind of like peeling an onion, like you're unfolding like one layer after the other. You're like, okay, I'm being true to myself. I'm doing this. And then you're like, I actually never really wanted that. That was because this dream was sold to me because of this or something. And then like you do something else and you're like, okay, I really didn't want to do that. It's, it's like, yeah, you, you get to the root of like who you actually are. Like everyone thinks we have one mask that we portray to the world. No, we have many masks. It, even, and like for me, like I really truly like genuinely like try to be like authentic and present and whatever, but like I'm still guilty of all of this too, because like I said, it's, it's deeply ingrained in us. Like it's, we don't even know <laughs> like yeah and like you use the metaphor for like the onion I think like that's just life like it's part of the journey like to like uncover like each like layer and eventually you get to know yourself better and that's pretty cool you might not be able to like be yourself fully because of like society and we could go days talking about this topic like honestly like this is one of the topics that I like gets me very passionate so but yeah I mean it's a journey and it's a beautiful journey 
and reading this encourages me to keep going with that journey because like it's up to you whether like or how many layers you're gonna uncover of the onion so I mean like I'm sure your passion stems from like the same passion I feel because like we're kindred spirits and I think it's kind of like a rebellious thing it's like man fuck that like society made me who I am today no I'm gonna be me like a hundred percent me and like like you said it's the journey and I think it's just like a lot of people don't even know that that's what's going on so we should be grateful that we're even on this journey and like even more grateful that we're on this journey together and like it may take us until we're 50 years old to figure out who we actually are but it's been a journey and like I said not a lot of people ever start that journey like they just gotta wait till the next life (laughs) yeah I mean and the part of the journey is sometimes realizing that even your own family is not letting you be who you truly want to be and that's when it's hard I mean or like even your friends or yourself like you're self-sabotaging so being able to realize those things is hard but when you do like everything else will come with time like more easily like those layers will be uncovered easily I mean I wouldn't say easily because but you'll be able to like see like what the fuck is going on because like I I wasn't able to see this before like I didn't like I thought I was being myself but I was really just living in autopilot like you have mentioned before when we did the empath episode like I literally was living in autopilot but then I realized like oh like this is going on like I don't feel comfortable about this and the reason I don't feel comfortable about doing this is because that's not something I like this -hmm. is something that like people are telling me I should do and everyone's saying that it's cool and that that's what I should be doing but I don't want to be doing that so I just won't do it and the minute I realized that like a lot of things connected and that's like the key step but then it gets deeper and you have to face your inner demons and it's like like for example like if you want to put out some art and you're like so worried about everybody what they're gonna think and whatever like I mean that's 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 some stuff you really got because once you overcome that you're like truly confident so like you know I have this outer exterior where everyone thinks I should be 100% confident, but yeah, I still suffer from low self-esteem, low confidence. I still doubt myself. So that's going to take a while to like mm-hmm. really build that like stable confidence. Like, and it, it's like the world is just getting more like, you know, it's moving more towards technology and uh, social media makes it so much harder to do all of that. So it's like, not just working through your demons, but also like staying out of it, you know, like don't, don't get like sucked back into like all that stuff that society like molds you with, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's, it's tough, but we're not in this alone. We're all in this together. And, you know, having good supportive friends, uplifting you, encouraging you, Um, But more importantly, like you believing in yourself, because if you don't believe in yourself and I know everybody says this, nobody else will, but it's true. 
nobody's going to sit there and be like, Hey, I believe in you go do this. It helps. But like, ultimately I think what happens is like, you get this feeling inside that you're like, I can't have it any other way. Like I have to just be who I am and like go after what I want. Otherwise you're going to like, just feel like this big regret. Like you let life pass you by. So go out there and get what's yours man be you just be you (laughs) that's all you can do so um now that we have read um the books or like part of the books excerpts uh, or i don't know (laughs) what the word is but if you know what it is cool (laughs) and i didn't want to say this at the beginning of the episode because i wanted it to be like a surprise so if you stayed this long into the episode and you're listening to us right now you will see a deeper side of us and yes we we do get deeper (laughs) (laughs) so now we're gonna read off our journals um and I don't know if you want to go first or if I should go first um yeah I think I can go since I started reading we'll just stick to that order um so I'm gonna read a journal entry that was actually like a a homework assignment for my therapist. <laughs> um, and basically, you know, I was kind of saying like, I have all these affirmations, but you know, it just feels like I'm reading, like they're not really working. And she told me that actually affirmations are very useful and can be very powerful, but um, can have the opposite effect and can actually make you feel like a fraud. Like you're just telling yourself a bunch of lies. And so I had a lot of affirmations written down and um, she was like, I want you to focus on the ones that make you feel like the biggest lies, like the biggest lies you're telling yourself. So I'll uh, tell you what I thought was a lie and what made me feel like it was a lie. And then, um, then talk about like how I reframe that thought to be more truthful, but still have like the same message. So the first affirmation that I had on there was I let go of the past and something she said that like really resonated with me. She was like, ah, but you can't divorce your past. And uh, she would, but she was like, why does that feel like a lie to you? And I was like, because um, you know, like, I'm kind of living in my future. Like I don't really live too much in the present. And I guess subconsciously, like my mind just takes me to the past, but like, I'm so over the past. Like I really am just stuck in the future. And she was like, but that's the thing. You can't divorce your past. So how can you reframe that? So I reframed it to um, my past is alchemized into my happiest and most magical future. And basically that means that I transformed all of my lessons um, into a bright future because I learned from them. I'm not repeating the cycle. And it also means that I accept the past because it took the past to make me who I am today. And I'm very proud of you know, the lessons and skills that I've learned. Um, the other one was I am focused. And that one felt like a lie to me because, um, you know, you have your goals and, you know, dreams in mind, but maybe like, not maybe, 
my daily actions don't match up with what it takes to reach my goals. And um, just the high expectations I set for myself and the lack of focus that I have right now, um, I'm really like judging myself hard about it. And I'm really critical and like tough on myself. And it's really kind of cruel of me actually to do that because I'm not acknowledging what I'm experiencing. And we do need to take time out to acknowledge where we are in life and not work ourselves so hard. You know, like when you overwork a horse, that's abuse, but we don't see it as abusing ourselves when we overwork ourselves. So um, I changed that to, I am going through a tough time, but I have my eyes on the prize and won't let anything or anyone stop me. And that one feels more truthful to me because that's just my nature. Like that is a fact, like my resilience is my power. Like, oh, I can come back even better than before. I feel that I've done that, you know, like that's just who I am. So that feels like a truth. Like even if I'm not like my best right now, I'm still going to get there. Um, the other one is I make positive contributions in class because we get cold called on. And, um, you know, if you don't get like the answer, right. Like you feel like an idiot. Like you, you feel like it's like the worst feeling in the world to me. And I didn't realize that that was such an issue for me. Um, that I, like, I was like such a perfectionist, like I expected to get everything right when I'm here to learn, you know? So I changed that to, I know the facts of the case, but with questions in class, I seek progress, not perfection. Um, and honestly, that one still kind of feels like a lie to me because at the end of the day, like where I am at right now is that I am a perfectionist and I'm self-critical. So eventually, once I learn to like keep loving myself, um, that'll feel more truthful. But I know that that's the truth that I need to tell myself to get there, you know? Um, the other one is I manifest positive thoughts only. And that one felt like a lie to me because I do have a lot of negative thoughts running in my mind. Like um, my mind a lot of the times goes to like worst case scenario. And then I think of like a game plan and things like that. And um worrying and just like it you know overpowers your train of thought sometimes and um it, it's hard to control your thoughts and so I just basically said like I'm catching my negative thoughts and I am patient with myself as I see what negative thoughts come up and um sit with them and deal with them one at a time until my mind is clear. And that feels more true to me because that's not expecting like an immediate, oh, I manifest manifest positive thoughts only. Like, no, you have a lot of junk up in your subconscious that you're not even aware of and you are working on them as they come, you know? And yeah, one bad thought at a time. <laughs> uh, the other one was I stopped dismissing my heart's desires. And yeah, like, you know, obviously I don't have complete control over my thoughts at this present time because I'm, 
I'm just now like cleaning up my thoughts and things like that. So that also affects your actions and your like defense mechanisms that life has made you put up. And so I do dismiss my heart's desires and that felt like a lie to me. And so what I did to make that more of a truth was I know what I want. My fears will never change that. I am committed to overcoming my fears and accepting all blessings that life has to offer me. Um, and that felt true because like when I want something, I want something. So like my fears are, are the only things that like talk me out of getting what I want. So um, overcoming my fears because I'm committed to being like my best self, like I know through time, like I will st stop dismissing my heart's desires and I'll go after what I want without fear. Um, and then the last one that felt like a lie was because like I said, I felt like a fraud because I wasn't doing everything that it takes to like reach my goals um, was I am successful. And I think a lot of people struggle with this is like acknowledging their accomplishments. Like I have achieved a lot so far and I haven't stopped once to like give myself a pat on the back and like recognize what they are. And even when I do recognize them, I don't really, you know, like that's just like, I don't know. I, I know a lot of people feel that same way. I can't really explain it, but we don't give ourselves like the joy of celebrating. So um, that was my way of like reframing it into a truth was like success does not equal perfection. You are already successful and progress is key. Accept yourself and be humble, sorry, and be a humble student for the rest of your life. And yeah, just like learning to accept, like you have accomplished a lot so far and it's all about progress. Like you can't expect yourself to be perfect. Like that's like such a rude expectation to put on yourself. Like you're putting yourself through like all of this like unnecessary shame and like guilt and fear for nothing like you're supposed to be learning you're not supposed to learn everything like and if you think you know everything like you're ahead of us like you don't know shit okay <laughs> uh, that's my journal entry now you guys know everything about me great <laughs> <laughs> honestly all i have to say is period speechless wow <laughs> no but actually like i just love the way that you analyzed like your affirmations and how you were able to make them true to yourself because the key thing about affirmations is that you actually believe them because if you don't believe them they're you're not gonna like make them happen you know like you truly need to believe that it's gonna happen and by like personalizing them because like obviously like everyone works differently by making them fit like your mindset or like your truth you're able to make them actually happen I don't know no and that's the key word is believing that it's true because it feels like a lie and like I did not like I felt like shit every time I read my affirmations I was like I feel really bad and like I didn't realize like how it was affecting my just like overall mood and like, I didn't even realize like that's what was bothering me. And so therapy helped me understand that and helped me like, she helped me with one affirmation and like, we came up with like a reframing together. And I was like, oh my God, here I am thinking that affirmations have to follow like a little skeleton. Like I am 
whatever, and then keep it in present tense and blah, blah, blah. And like, that may work for some people, but like, yeah, breaking it down and personalizing it, that that's a game changer. Like, we'll see how this works out. I'll, I'll keep you guys posted. <laughs> and like something that I found was like a lot of gold that you said was like when you mentioned like how like I am this or I will do this but your actions weren't really like helping to make that true I think you said something like that so I think that's something that a lot of people need to think about like you can't expect like yes you need to believe that it's gonna happen but you can't believe or expect that it'll happen like all on its own so you really need to like follow that through with your actions. I definitely learned a lot from you reading your journal entry and like I've practiced, I've I've tried to practice like doing my affirmations and like I've been trying to do this thing that I like a friend told me about like with the law of attraction like where I write my affirmation down like in a journal like Mm -hmm. a bunch of times and like I visualize it and everything but now I see that I'm not coming through with my actions and I really need to work with that like I can't just expect like doing this like little ritual or whatever this is is gonna just like magically make things happen like I really need to like make it true for me like whatever feels true for me and work on my actions to make it happen so thank you for sharing that with us today yeah thank you for telling me how I like helped you understand something about yourself like that's what this is all about that's what we hope to accomplish when we expose ourselves and read from our journals so I'm really excited to hear what you wrote in your journal (laughs) so um it was hard to choose a journal entry just because like it gets personal like you know but I chose something um it's basically a list that I made because I realized I okay so I'm a Capricorn (laughs) (laughs) and Capricorns I guess like we try to stay busy all the time like we do all of these things or whatever and sometimes we do it to cope with like stress like so we don't have to think about what's really stressing us out or anything so that has been like a, a very toxic trait of mine like doing too many things just so I don't have to deal with some things and like realizing that made me want to give myself more credit or like actually like practice mindfulness with how I'm doing things just so I can feel better and I don't have to do so many things so I can feel better like I just need to feel better overall if that makes sense (laughs) so anyways this is the list that I made so I wrote What are some amazing things I'm noticing about myself right now? I feel like I'm not cutting myself enough slack and I've made a list to notice things that I think are amazing about me or just things that I'm realizing um, about my life and so I can be able to like do something about it. So these are the things. Um, I am repeatedly sabotaging my own deepest desires for intimacy And then this is a question, like, it's not just, like, I don't know, like, the part of the, it's just a question that I posed. Um, It's, what disconnected me from human warmth, interaction, and trust? And what I was trying to do here was just, like, 
understand where I was coming from and like why I was like self-sabotaging with doing like too many things or whatever and I started asking myself really personal questions I guess like it's just a dialogue with yourself and then and then I wrote um that the truth has been making me mad and I really need to work with that um that I really need to like just don't think take things as personal as I was taking them um and then how I realized that women accept far more during times of low self-esteem than they do when their their steam is is sound and that thought really like um spoke to me and I still think about it a lot today like how I really need to watch out like whenever my self-esteem is so or whenever I feel sad because like that's when I'm the most vulnerable and I feel like I can take anything and I can't do anything but sometimes I just really need to like watch out for myself and like take a break um then I also wrote, wrote I needed to see someone step away from what mattered to them and step toward me which I shouldn't do because I shouldn't take things personal and I should do, just do things for myself because like you said before like um no one is gonna something about like how no one's gonna believe in you believe in you as much as you believe in yourself because they're not living your life and they're not paying your bills you're paying your own bills you're you're living your own life so that's why I wrote that and the ball is in my court to make decisions and I need and I need to truly believe that and pain is a primary motivator for people and we will change our behavior when we have reached our pain threshold so I really need to make sure that I'm not getting hurt by I don't know like how to explain this but like whenever I wrote this because I think I read something about it in an article and then I just like paraphrased it and I wrote like we will change our behavior when we have reached your pain trust threshold or threshold I don't know how to say it. threshold yeah threshold okay 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 um so I wrote that because it made me realize how much I have taken in the past like how I have settled with things that haven't been right for me that have hurt me and I let go of those things when I had reached my pain threshold and I just don't want to get to that point ever again so that really resonated with me and that's why I wrote it and show integrity to yourself and your own emotional health by making a commitment not to date men who are too absorbed in other goals to have a true interest in a serious relationship and by making a commitment to be true to yourself no matter the circumstances and yeah so these things I wrote some time ago and after that like I've made the commitment also to like keep doing this just so I feel grounded and that I give myself enough credit and like I try to understand my situation like where I'm coming from because like sometimes life can get very confusing and you doubt like your reality and whether you're right or wrong because there's people that might make you doubt yourself so 
this really helps me out. First of all, I want to say, like, I think your words are so beautiful. Like, I love the way you say things. And at, like, like when you said, I don't know the exact verbiage, but something about like, when did you, or when did the world like make you lose like warmth or something? What did you say? I said, what disconnected me from human warmth, interaction and trust? Yeah, like the way you worded that, that's beautiful, but also like so deep and so true. Like whether we come across bad people or like jaded people or just like, whatever like everybody has experienced something that like made some kind of guard go up and like I think it's made a lot of us like stingy with our love and like I came across a post um the other day on Instagram and it said something like whatever love you give even if it's not like received by the person you intended to give it to it's not wasted it goes somewhere else it's felt somewhere else I, I'm a believer that like everything is energy and when I read that I was like I really am going to be more open like what do I have to lose like telling someone how I feel or sharing something or you know like just just being completely like how I would want like a friendship or connection or whatever, like romantic relationship, like how I would want that to go without like the fears that I have in the back of my head that this person like doesn't give a fuck about me. This person like um, is going to betray me or something, you know, like without those thoughts in the back of my head, how would I show my love? How would I communicate with that person? And I was like, if my love is never wasted, I'm just going to give it to everybody, you know, and it hurts nobody. It, it, even if that person doesn't like receive it, like, I don't know. I just find comfort in knowing that it's not wasted. And I feel like whatever, that's like sending out healing energy into the world. Like it made me want to be less stingy with my love. I don't know how to explain it. Okay. It, it made sense in my head, but yeah. Well it totally makes sense and like in the love department I think that I mean I did a lot of work with that just like trying to figure out what I why I was so guarded and like how to not be guarded at the same time feel safe and I just think that that's something that we're always going to be working with because intimacy is scary because sometimes we might feel overwhelmed with emotions but it's also beautifully scary if I don't know how to say it like it yeah like it's a good kind of scared but with experiences like you told me before like we recorded the episode um we develop spidey senses like you said like mm-hmm. we, since we already lived um some type of like traumatic experience or just like a bad experience in general with like love or like with friendships or whatever we're able to spot right away things that we have seen before and watch out for them and take care of ourselves and i think the most powerful thing with like this work for me has been like 
seeing how these spidey senses have been helping me now. So I'm glad that I went through what I went through because if I hadn't gone through that, I think that life wouldn't make as much sense as it does right now. Yeah. And I mean, you said a lot of like really great things in your journal entry and like something that I just like felt as you were reading, I was like, I, I felt like comfort and like, just, I was proud of you for being so insightful and like, but I also was like, we're, we're really like, we, we have the same interests. Like, I really love knowing that like in your deepest, most inner thoughts, you're writing that you're committed to like being a better version of yourself and, you know, protecting yourself and doing like setting boundaries and things like that. So, um, you know, it, it like, for someone that doubts, like, you know, I'm, I'm not saying I doubt you, but it, I'm just saying like, it like reaffirms that there are good people out there that like actually give a fuck about like getting better and being themselves. And these are like the most important things that you need to address to be better. So, um, yeah, it's yeah, insightful. I thank you for making me blush. <laughs> the little, uh, you guys aren't seeing this right now, but I'm doing the little thing where you put like both of your fingers, like the shy thingy. Yeah, with your thumbs. With your thumbs, yeah. But um, yeah, and I think like the first and like most important step about like self-development and like bettering yourself is actually seeing the problem and like accepting it and living with it and still loving yourself because like before this like before I lived an ex a specific experience I will not talk about (laughs) but before I lived that I just like I was good with however I was living life and like I mentioned like a million times before I was living in autopilot and living that made me aware of like the problems that I had within me like things that I needed to work on and I'm glad that I was able to see that like I think we need to be put in certain situations to like see what we need to work on and I'm glad I did it and that was the first step for my self-development and I'm really good on that development like I'm I'm working on it and I'll keep working on it and I'm glad that I'm doing it yeah and like we've mentioned before a lot of people don't even like start that process like they don't even admit that there's something wrong with themselves and so the fact that you were able to be honest with yourself like every single person walking on this planet has had something happen to them to where like it affected them changed them in some way and remember like the goal is to be like your most uninhibited self like who are you really and so um the fact that you were also like saying that you expected someone to like drop everything to be there for you and things like that it's like that's that's what we do that's basically what we do even if we have good intentions and we're good people like we basically go into relationships being like demanding this demanding that like all these demands that like nobody even knows like why these demands exist the person who's demanding them doesn't know why they they exist the person who has to meet those demands is like wait hold on i didn't i i just liked you like what and it both parties are doing that but um then the goal is to 
be like partnered up or friends with people who are taking ownership and saying like, hey, I can't place these demands on people. This is for me to work through and deal with and be like a whole person. And, um, you know, the whole idea of like codependency comes up, but then, you know, humans are interdependent by nature. So I think like reframing the word codependent is really important because um, sometimes codependency can make you feel like having support from friends or wanting support from friends or like a partner is wrong. And I think it is important to acknowledge that like it is totally okay and healthy to like have loving and supporting relationships because I don't know, like, yeah, everybody is like here to like make a name and career for themselves. But I think the main purpose of like being on this earth is to love, like to experience like unconditional love. And so there's nothing wrong. Like once you've worked on yourself, like go out there make connections, like, and love how you would if you weren't fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I think we're touching a lot of topics that I'm really passionate about. And like, I could, someone's cutting their grass. At this time, it's 11 p.m. Like, why? Did you hear that? Yes. I thought it was a motorcycle. He's literally mowing his lawn. I think so. I think that's like a telltale sign of a psychopath. (laughs) Anyways, let's not think about that right now. We don't want those bad wives while we're recording an episode, but... Very true. That fucking mom lower tripped me out. But yeah, we are touching a lot of topics that I have a lot a lot of passion for. Like I can get really passionate about it. We can talk for days. <laughs> so <laughs> I think it's good that we're touching just a little bit of each of these so we can talk about them in the future. And yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. And this girl is passionate about some things that like I'm learning more about her and I'm like, Okay, so y'all are gonna see like some fiery, feisty. Oh, you too. You like talk about yourself too. You have a lot of things to say, and you have a lot of passion. And I'm not gonna like say what specifically because we want you guys to be intrigued as to what we will be talking about in the coming episodes. But we have a lot to say, and that's why we made a podcast yeah so listen up just kidding (laughs) okay well that's pretty much it guys i hope you liked what we had to say and you know keep listening (laughs) we really appreciate every single one of you though that listens like it means the world to us we did not expect this to listen so so like please do send us like if you guys have any questions or like book recs or like want to just tell us about like how this has helped you or how you journal like we every everything is welcomed and like we can talk about it in our podcast too so yeah definitely like we want to hear from you guys too so don't be shy send us a dm (laughs) (laughs) And we'll see you guys next time. Bye.